Hey guys, thanks. Uh, thank you for joining me. This is a very monumental episode of the Sports Plus Life podcast. Um, episode number 50 of the Sports Plus Life podcast. Um, it's crazy to think that I've done 50 of these and only 50 of you have listened. Just kidding. Um, um, first off, I want to thank you guys who do, who do listen, do tune in, whether it be on youtube.com slash sports plus life, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, wherever you're listening to, I really appreciate your listen. Um, and, um, thank you, you know, cause you help out. Uh, only thing you can do is share this bad boy, share this, hit the bells whenever you can. Um, <clears throat> that way, you know, when I post a podcast or I post a YouTube video, um, both are the same thing. Um, but I appreciate it. Um, definitely. Um, I don't, I know you know, to talk about 50 episodes. Um, it's crazy to think October 11th is when I started this. So October 11th was, uh, 2019. That is six, seven through nine, eight months ago. So people have been pregnant since then. Hold on. 11, 12, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Babies could have been born within that time frame. Um, but, um, maybe someone was conceived through that time. Uh, you never know. Uh, but I really appreciate you guys uh, who have tuned in. Um, I do have this cool shirt look to commemorate it. And on the back has Mr. AKA and number 50. I'll post it on my Instagram. Um, that way you guys can check it out. Uh, shout out to my, my, uh, my friend Edgar, uh, my old coworker Edgar. And, um, uh, he hooked it up, man. He got another shirt for me. Uh, one for my niece as well. Um, so shout out to Edgar. Um, he's getting his business up and running and I will put all the info out when I do get it. I forgot to hit him up before this to get all that. Um, <laughs> I should have, I just hit him up. I was like, Hey, can you make some shirts? He's like, yeah, I got you. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been a cool, a cool ride so far. I'm getting a hang of it. We're still baby. We're still a baby. 50 episodes in by a hundred. I want a million subscribers. I don't give a shit. I want Joe Rogan money by a hundred episodes. But I want that hundred milli in my bank. Um, yeah, um, it's pretty cool. I didn't think I'd get to fifty, um, and and very meaningful for me as well today because today is uh, June fourth. June fourth has a great meaning. It's not just the day that Michael Bisping upset Luke Rockhold to win the middleweight championship, UFC middleweight championship. Um, it's also June 4th, I was June 4th, 2016. You want to talk about an up and down year for everybody in general? Let's see. Well, let's talk about what happened in uh, 2016. Um, Kobe Bryant and Peyton Manning retired, I believe, in 2016. Um, Leicester City won the uh, Premier League with like a 500, something ridiculously 501 odds. Um, and then a bunch of other stuff. I can't remember. Broncos won the Super Bowl that year. Um, just a bunch of weird stuff happened that year. I remember 2016. 2016 was when Donald Trump was elected as president. So a lot of crazy up and down stuff happened 2016. But for me, 2016 will be, um, very memorable in the fact that June 4, 2016, I was admitted to the hospital 
Um, I'm going to say rushed. We went to the emergency room after like a week of just like being sick. Uh, my foot swelling up. And um, <clears throat> and uh, you'll find out my foot's infected. And uh, we had to do emergency surgery. And that right there kind of changed my life. Could change a lot of things. I had to, eventually my, my pinky toe got amputated. That's why I have nine toes and I know a lot of shit. Um, and, um, just major surgery on my foot in and out of the hospital ever since then. Um, that day I'll never forget. You know, I just remember being in the emergency room, uh, and I, um, getting thrown into the emergency room. I think I ended up getting emergency room the next morning, I believe. I can't remember. But I just remember being in the hospital and, uh, I, I just don't remember the whole of it. That whole, it was crazy. I was drugged up. Just leave me alone. Um, I was drugged up. I remember going to the emergency room with my mom, um, she was pretty scared, but no, you know, and rightfully so. She's a mother still. She, she, she'd always be a mother no matter how old I am. Um, you know, just being, being in there and, um, it was a definitely life changing experience, but you live and you learn. That's why I do these type of things. That's why I do the podcast. I want people to learn from my mistakes. Take care of your health. Take care of yourself. If you feel something's wrong, going in the hospital, get, get a call. Obviously nowadays, the way things are set up with the coronavirus, um, there's different protocols, different things you have to go through. Um, just take care of yourself. That's what I would suggest to take care of yourself, take care of your people, see, you know, jump into their people's lives. So, you know, let's say someone else isn't taking care of themselves. Say something to them. If you love them enough, you're going to tell them something. Um, for me, you know, I kind of wasn't the same thing. I ignored a lot of, I ignored a lot of signs. I ignored a lot of symptoms. Um, but then that's how you learn. I want you guys to learn from those type of situations, um, and help each other out. Um, we are in, uh, a state of, I don't know, flux. I don't know where we are in, uh, United States is not in a good position. Let's put it at that. Um, um, I want to throw out an apology to my black brothers and sisters, um, are plenty of black brothers and sisters and um, just because of how they've been treated and it's you know me being a Mexican Latino um, you know yeah I've experienced racism but not nearly as to the point that they have um, I also want to apologize because I've never spoken on this matter and the reason why um, I don't speak on it um, is because my job and I realized this back in 2016 when I was in the hospital, I think it was over two weeks I was in the hospital, then I tried to put two and two together. What am I good at? You know, what am I good at? I am good at, I love sports, um, video games, um, and, um, you know, I just like being alive. That was what made me realize I love being alive. Uh, I thought I was going to lose my foot back then in 2016. And taking life for granted, taking some things for granted. I was like, it's just like being alive. So that's where this, that's where sports plus life comes from. So it came to fruition four years ago. Um, but I realized, also realized that my job was to make people smile. I love making people laugh. I love putting people, people, smiles on people's faces. Um, we could use a lot of that right now. Um, but unfortunately, what's going on in the world right now is unavoidable. Um. I have to talk about it. Um, we've let our black brothers and sisters down. Um, a lot of us have. 
Um, you even talk about what happened yesterday, which is the third of June. Drew com Drew uh, Breeze's comments, um, which we'll get to here in a second. Um, you also have James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks comments or lack thereof comments. Um, you know, the systematic, the system, is it the systematic racism, um, police brutality, pol- I mean, I call it police brutality on, you know, on our black brothers and sisters. Um, so much stuff has to stop. And like I said, I usually do not speak on these type of matters. When bad stuff like this happens. Um, but um, it's unavoidable and I have to talk about it. And I do. And the reason why, I mean, so many. Look around. Just take a look around. Go ahead and take a look around. Anywhere you go has something to do with with black culture. Look at TikTok. Look at all these dances. Look at, you know, listen the music. Everyone loves the music now. A lot of rap, hip hop, R and B, um, blues. Um, so many, you know, even country music. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many uh, different. Um, so many, so much as life is touched by African Americans. Some of his life has been created by African Americans. Um, <clears throat> so. I think it's just enough is enough. We got to start treating our black brothers and sisters better. We got to help them out. They need our help. Um, you know, it's hard. Of course, it's like one something a lot of people don't want to talk about. It's very difficult because, I've, like I said, I've always been trying to be on the positive side of the positive side of things. But they need our help. And we need to help them out. And there needs to be a lot of change. And if you ever worked anywhere, you realize change doesn't start at the bottom. It starts at the top. <clears throat> change, um, you know, we're talking about change this year, 2020. <clears throat> you have to get out and vote. One way or another, you got to vote. Because we got to change this stuff. Because at the top, when all this stuff started to happen, no one, no one at the top was like, well, these police officers were in the wrong. We got to find justice. No, they said, <clears throat> when the looting starts, the shooting starts. I will deploy, um, <clears throat> I will deploy military services to each state. If they do not re- comply, I will do it for them. Blah, 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 blah. It starts at the top, man. <clears throat> and I was on, um, um, <clears throat> the most underrated podcast on Monday talking about this. We had a great conversation about it. Um, a lot of people chimed in, um, great points, but, um, it's very difficult to sit here and not say that a person at the top is, is not a racist. It's just hard not to say that. It's just hard when everything points to him being a racist. I don't know the man personally, um, but it's very difficult given what you see, given what you've heard that he's not a racist. Um, you know, people are people. 
are being hurt. Our people are being, you know, we are in such a bad spot right now with the coronavirus. People are out of work. Um, you know, people are, are dying um, just because of the color of their skin sometimes. And they're still being attacked even with these, with, with mostly what I've seen is peaceful protests. Um, especially here in Colorado, here in Denver. We, that's all I've seen is peaceful protests, marching. Um, the bad part about it is that this is... God, decades, 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 hundreds, centuries of marching. Trying to be, they just, everyone just wants to be on the equal level. Um, in this case, let's get down to the basics here, what's going on. A white officer, along with three of his friends, um, three of his co-workers, I should say, I don't know if they were friends, uh, murdered a black man, George Floyd. Let's call him George Floyd. He's not going to be a black man. He's George Floyd. Um, right now, George Floyd, just like his daughter said, is changing the world. It took this. It took a white man on his throat, looking at a camera, looking at people around him, no remorse, for... An uproar. <clears throat> this has happened too much. I think I was too numb when I, I saw the video and I was like, again? I was like, I've seen this before. <clears throat> Not like that, though. That was, in my opinion, a public lynching. Um, he just left his knee on there, left his knee on the neck. And... He knew it. He knew what he was doing. I just, I just, I just, he knew what he was doing. He was already handcuffed. Two other friends hold him down. Also, video shows he's being punched in the car while being handcuffed. Um, and with the other officer being on the lookout. There has to be justice. Um, and just recently, and, and for those people that don't think that. There's something good coming out of this, out of these marches, out of these protests. Um, you know, imagine what it took. Just thinking about what it took for. First, the officer did get arrested last week. I believe it was last week, last Friday. I can't remember. Did get arrested, get charged with third degree murder. Since then, I think yesterday, yesterday, the other three officers have been arrested. And charged with aiding and abetting being complicit and then the uh the main officer i can't say his name i don't care to um got upgraded to murder second degree murder from third degree murder um but look at what's taken it, it wasn't just this it was the murder last month or a couple months ago aubrey oh, man, i can't remember the guy's name one in georgia um who was just jogging Got chased down and got murdered. That's what happened. Just because of the scarlet color of his skin. <clears throat> but that there's there's progress being made. Slowly but surely, I think with that that there's progress being made. 
But the biggest progress that has to be made and will be made will be in November. Will be when you go out and vote, doing the primaries this month. Look it up when you can vote this month for, you know, for a bunch of different things. I know that I'm not up to speed on all this. Um, but I know for sure we got to, every person of color has to be, have their voices heard. Um, and um, got to do our thing. We got to make changes. Like I said, we can make the change. And it starts at the top. And we could change what's at the top. Um, that's all I would say about that. I do want to, you know, to anyone here, anyone watching, I'm here for you. Um, you can message me. As, as dry as my phone is, you can message me. I will reply back. I don't give a shit if I'm working. Some of me, I could put people on hold. I don't care. I put people on hold. Like, look. Um, it's been a difficult week, just to get through work. Um, a lot of people's just problems to feel don't feel worth it. You know, I just what the people that people call in to me about. There are times I just want to hang up. I just want to just, just don't get it and just hang up. Um, but it is what it is. I have to keep doing my thing. I, I'll be broke. No one. There's a lot of people out there with no jobs right now. Um, but I'm very fortunate because I actually woke up alive. Um, unlike a lot of people, I'm very fortunate that I can work from home. I'm very fortunate that I, I don't have to wake up and worry about a cop killing me. Unlike a lot of other people. So we got to change. I'm going to start doing my part. Um, whatever that is, don't know, but. We got to make sure I'm going to start speaking up more. I will start speaking up more. I have done that all week and I'm going to do keep continue doing it. Um, and hopefully you can too. Um, also, I mean, the looting course, it's bad is, you know, but I, a business can be brought back. A person's life cannot, you know, you say that to, um, let's say you have a kid driving for the first time. You can be brought back that, you know, that car can be brought back, but you cannot. So you look at it. That's what insurance is for, right? But of course, you know, given the nature, given the, what is being protested, there's going to be, there's going to be the bad, bad apples um, on both sides. Bad apples. People are looting, unfortunately, for the wrong reason, wrong agenda. And of course, the people who are looking for reasons to turn a positive into a negative. Um, there's a lot going on in this world. And um, I will do my part to bring awareness to what's going on, but I'll also do my part to put, try to put a smile on your face. Um, 50 episodes, 150 more to go. I'm not going to end at 200. I don't think so. But um, those are my two cents. And I um, don't know if it made sense. I kind of rambled off. Hopefully I made my point across. Um, but I will be moving forward. I'll be voicing my, you know, displeasure. I will be, made, you know, speaking up a whole lot more. But I also still will try to put smiles on your face. Because God knows we all need some smiling. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I didn't want to 
you know, go this path, but like I said, it's unavoidable. I have no choice. I have to talk about it. Um, I do want to talk about a couple other things too. Um, James Dolan. I was going to talk about James Dolan first. So James Dolan did send out an internal memo to his employees explaining. Um, this is a public statement. This is what he said. This is what he said. Not public, but this was an email. He would say internally. Um, we know that some of you have asked about whether our company is going to make a public statement about the killing of George Floyd by a Minneapolis police officer. I want you to know, I realize the importance of this issue. Therefore, I want you to understand our eternal position. This is a turbulent time in our country. The coronavirus and civil unrest have taken their toll on our way of life. We at Madison Square Garden stand by our values uh, of a respectful and peaceful workplace. We always will. As companies in the business of sports and entertainment, however, we are not any more qualified than anyone else to offer our opinion on social matters. What's important is how we operate. Our companies are committed to upholding our values, which include creating a respectful workplace for all, and that will never change. Um, what we say to each other matters. How we treat each other matters, and that's what will get us through this difficult time. So pretty much said, they're not going to put out a public statement, um, which equals to we're going to be silent about this. Now, um, we have a team full of African-Americans. We stand by them 100%. Not we will do our part to to bring equal equality to this country as, you know, as a historical team they are. Um, a team that this not that long ago last month. By the way, their their biggest fan is probably a black man, Spike Lee. Kind of treat him with disrespect, a man who's gave millions of dollars to that organization, um, and a lot of stuff surrounding that organization in many many years. Been their biggest fan. Um, this has been a, just a shitty organization for quite a while now, and um. You know, I honestly, this doesn't surprise me. You know, for someone like James Dolan, who is a friend of the president, let's put that out there, um, of the man up top. And it just is what it, it just, that's what it says. That's, what it, that's it right there. It says it all. Without saying anything, he says a lot. Um, and uh, I know this is internally. It was leaked out. Um, but it says a lot. Of course, he wasn't going to say anything. What do you guys think of a guy like that? James Dolan. You know, he runs a, it's the mo- one of the worst organizations ever. Historically, you want to sit there and think, oh, Madison Square Garden. I said this earlier. Tear that place down. You don't need it anymore. Tear it down. It's like a lot of the places have been tearing, torn down. You don't need Madison Square. Is that, what, what's this, what's this historical? What's history taught us? Go look through the little pictures they have down there. You can see a bunch of black people there that have made that place so famous. Black boxers, black entertainers, black fighters, black athletes, Muhammad Ali. You can see Michael Jackson. You can see all that. Um, yeah, saying nothing is saying a lot. That's what I got to think of. That's what, that's my opinion on that. But then also yesterday, Drew Brees said some stuff in 
in short, he said, I, I, never, I don't want to mess this up, but I don't agree with anyone who disrespects the flag one way or another. It's kind of what the main piece of what he said. He did say, you know, are we in a, is a American bad state? Yes, we are. But I think what he did was he, he's tone deaf. He just doesn't get what's going on. He doesn't get what's being protested. And of course, he reflects on what, you know, Colin Kaepernick did, um, kneeling. Um, I was in the same boat. I was like, you're just, at first, I was like, I'm, Colin Kaepernick is disrespecting the flag. Then I just had to understand where Colin Kaepernick was coming. I had to listen to the man speak. And um, through different interviews, through different you know, media posts, I get it. I flipped that switch right away. I get exactly what he was doing. He had the right to protest. He had the right to kneel. That's his right. There's nothing in law against that says he can't kneel. <clears throat> and um, to a lot of people, he got blackballed. Um, to a lot of people, he did the right thing. Um, ultimately, he's just not in the NFL anymore. A lot of people think he just wasn't that good anymore. Um, I don't know, have you seen a lot of the quarterbacks in the league right now? I would take Colin Kaepernick over a lot of the guys right now. Um, but Drew Brees did put out an apology. Um, it's still, you know, the, the damage was done. You said what you said. Um, I get it. You had family who fought in different wars. There's so many different outlets we could go here. I get it. I have police officers as friends. I have people, who, I have uncles that have fought in wars, Vietnam War. I have friends that have fought in Iraq and, you know, um, Iraq, Iran, all this good stuff. Um, I get it. I get all sides of the coin here. It doesn't take away from the fact that black brothers and sisters are dying senselessly by police officers. Flando Castro. I mean, I could go on and on. Drew Brees, but, um, I don't know, Drew Brees kind of, it wasn't, he just wasn't thinking. He wasn't thinking. I th- I th- I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I want to. But I don't think he wasn't thinking um, because he's not in any of these positions that a lot of the black athletes are. Um, it is what it is, man. It just, it's just... Unfortunately, it is what it is, but I don't want it to be that way anymore. Um, yeah, kind of going off. I don't, you know, kind of want to end it at that. We have to do better. I've said this so many times on the podcast. We have to do better for our kids. And this generation has a great chance of turning that around, of doing better for our kids. Our kids, you know, I'm 36. I probably should have, like, I don't know, a kid by now. Yeah, I don't. Mexican, you do you think so? I don't. Um, what? Our kids have a chance. 18-year-olds, anyone turning 18 or 20-somethings have a chance to change something. Go vote. You could change this. There could, a lot of changes can be made come November. And the year's coming. Um, but only time will tell. I've said this before. Only time will tell. Um, we got to do better for our kids. There's so much different things I could, I've said in the past that can apply. Only time will tell, but we got to act now and we got to do better for our kids. Um, yeah, so much stuff I could talk about on here, but I'm just going to end it on that. 
And um, so I love you guys. And uh, if you need anything, holler at your boy. Um, there are some sports going on this weekend. Um, <clears throat> Amanda Nunez. Let me look this up because I wasn't prepared. Many news that we put on the belt against Felicia Spencer. There it is. Felicia Spencer was only eight and one. I thought she had a better record. Only eight and one. Um, tough individual, good grappler. Finished her last fight on the ground, I believe. Um, UFC 250. We're going on the UFC Apex. Um, on Saturday, June 6th. So two days away. Actually, pretty decent card. Turned out like it it's it started as a very um like Ugh, the fuck is this? We're gonna pay uh pay per view for this, we're gonna pay money for this. It kind of got really bad. Uh, Manny Nunes versus Felicia Spencer. Um Rafael Asansal versus Cody Garbrandt was supposed to happen a long time ago. Um got rescheduled. Now it's gonna happen this weekend. Um Cody Garbrandt's on like a three or four fight lose streak, I believe. He been knocked out pretty good on each one. Uh fighting of Rafael Asensal. Um, let me take a look at his record real quick. See who he's fought. Um, recently, no, no, no. Um, he lost to Cody Sandhagen and lost to Marlon Morice. So that was last year, 2019. Before that, he beat Rob Font. Um, so he really hasn't had the good time either. Um, but yeah, he's on a losing streak as well. Under him, the man who beat him, Corey Sandhagen, will be fighting Algermain Sterling. Now, these fights have potentially um, 135 pounds have title implications because now with the title being vacant, it sounds like P. Poterion, uh versus Jose Aldo is what's uh, coming up. And um, whoever wins that obviously will be the champion. Whoever wins one of these fights, you're probably looking at someone of these, one of these four guys to be up there. But if you're looking at Anybody for a title contender. You're definitely looking at Aljamain Sterling versus Corey Sanhagen. Um, that's probably what you're looking at next, to be honest with you. Um, after the Potter Jan versus Jose Aldo. So we'll see. Um, I don't know how that's going to go. Very exciting fights. Very quick fights. 135 pounds. These are going to be fast fights. So if you have uh, your rock stars, your energy drinks, your bang energy drinks, that's what I'll have um, handy to keep up. Your eyes are going to keep up. Um, Neil Wagney will be taking on Anthony Rocco Martin. Rocco Martin's a tough individual. So is Neil Wagney. Neil Wagney, uh, Magney. Sorry, Neil Magney. He's Brazilian. Wagney. Uh, Neil Magney, um, journeyman, likes to fight. Jack Ala, Angela Hill, likes to fight a lot. I think he did six times in one month, in one year. Kind of like Cowboy. Um, trains out of Denver, so he has the juice, the sauce. People like to say Anthony Rocco Martin. Um, I, 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 I'm gonna take a look at him here real quick because I remember him fighting. Let me see here. He beat Ramazan Emmy by decision, beat uh, lost to Damian Maya by decision, and then beat Sergio Morais. What was that? 2019, last year. I don't, I, I, if when I see him, I, remember, I can't really see his face right now in these pictures that I'm looking at. It is whatever. I'm moving on. Um, Eddie Wineland versus Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean. The Sugar Show is back uh, versus veteran Eddie Wineland. Um, very interesting to see. This is going to be probably his toughest fight. Eddie Wineland's on that decline, though. He's on the decline of his guys. Uh, 
his uh, career. So um, we'll see. We'll see why Sugar Sean comes out of this. Served a long suspension. I think he was supposed to fight, but then never ha- fought, I believe. No, he did fight. He ended up beating... What's his name, guys? Can you remember? Let's click on him and find out. I hate when I have to click on it. I should know this by now. Um, was it Caceres? No, he was supposed to fight Caceres. Oh, Jose. Oh, yeah. Um, Quinones. Um, yeah, smoked him. I forgot. Head kick, finished him on the ground. We'll see, man. They're, I know I'm look, I know Dana White looks at him and like gets a little bit of a chubby um, because he has yeah, apparently it. He has a different look. Um, good fighter. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. He's fought bums up into this point. Um, it's when you start getting up there in the, I think he's, this is going to be featherweight. Phantomweight. So 135 pounds. So same boat as Cody Sanhagen, Aljamain Sterling, Cody Garbrandt, Rafael Sensao, Porter Young, Jose Aldo. Pretty deep. Pretty deep. Um, We'll see what happens. If he gets by Eddie Wyland, I think they're going to start talking bigger, bigger fights. You're probably looking at someone like, ooh, who was the dude that got that crazy knockdown? It doesn't, I, I, my mind's jumbled. I can't remember. Um, a couple months, a couple weeks, like last month sometime. Um, 250. On the prelims, you have Alex Caceres versus Chase Hooper. Chase Hooper's that other kid who has that weird, he's 19, 19, maybe 20. Um, so not even old enough to drink, but, um, has that look, man, has that like very innocent look to him. Um, by the way, 135, no, and that's, it's 135. Let me find this fight. This is a fight I wouldn't mind seeing here. Um, but anyways, yeah, Chase Hooper. I think this fight's going to be at 145 pounds. Chase Hooper's is very innocent looking. Um, um, very innocent looking. And um, he has like the hair, the Bob Ross hair. It looks like Ben Askren's kid. They've been, there's a funny. Um, <clears throat> it's 145 pounds. There's a funny. Uh, never mind. I was looking about something else. So I had a funny uh, like video of him interviewing Jorge Masvidal, and he looks at him. He's like, "Why'd you do that to my dad?" Talking about Ben Askren, Jorge Masvidal knocking out Ben Askren. He's like, "Oh, that's your dad." He didn't really believe that it was his dad. It's not his dad, but it was fucking funny though. He didn't know who he was. Uh, you think fighters know each other? They don't really know each other. Um, <laughs> so Chase Hooper versus Alex Casera, Alex Bruce Leroy Caceres, and um, we'll see. Interesting fight. Chase Hooper's a tall dude for 145 pounds. Tall, tall dude, young dude. So this is gonna be a tough fight for um, Hooper. We'll see what happens. Um, Gerald Mershart. We saw Gerald Mershart uh, put in work last time he was in against Ian Her- Her- Heinish. Ian Heinish from Denver, I believe. Uh, let me pull him up here. What's up? What's up, player? Uh, Ian Heinish. I believe he's from Denver. Let me double check here. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's fights out of Denver. Yeah, a lot of his fights out. Oh, he fought in Greeley. Oh, I didn't sell that. Um, March 12, 2016. I think that was the same card that Justin Gaethje fought him. Let's see. World Series of Fighting. Justin Gaethje. Crazy! I didn't know that. I fought in Greeley. That's where I'm from. If you guys didn't know that, a lot of you do because only ten of you listen. Um, <clears throat> fought in Loveland. Where is he from? Uh, okay. Background. 
wrestled. What? I was cool. Started selling. He started selling ecstasy pills. Holy shit! To keep up with his lifestyle after his parents lost their health and got divorced, he was arrested for selling two thousand ecstasy pills and headed to Amsterdam to avoid jail sentence. After meeting Bale, he ended up working in a bar in Spain and sleeping on the couch, sleeping on the beach, for three months. Not long after, Heinisch started drug trafficking from South America to Spain and got caught on one of his trips when Spanish immigrant uh, immigration officer found one kilo of cocaine on him. Heinisch ended up in prison for three months. Not, oh, is that what I said? Wait. Oh, uh, Heinisch ended up in prison. Oh, sorry. <laughs> in um, At Canary Islands. The thing is New York, I believe. Um, he taught himself how to speak Spanish by reading a Spanish Bible with an English dictionary and taking up boxing. After he finished serving a prison sentence in Spain, Hanish flew back to New York where he was apprehended upon re-entry to the United States of fleeing the country back in 2009. He changed his lifestyle around and finished his sentence in Rikers Island in the United States pursued an MMA career. Dude, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I think I did, but I don't remember that. Anyway, it looks like he did a lot of fighting in Denver. Um, but yeah, there's a cool story about him. Crazy. I'm trying to see when it was the first like travel of the United. Dude, he traveled at Buenos Aires for the UFC, and he won against Cesar Ferreira back in 2002. That's nuts. I didn't know that. Anyways. Um, yeah, Ian Heinish versus, where the hell is it at? Um, let me go back here. Sorry about that. Let me go back here. Um, Heinish, um, Joe Mearshart. Tall, tall dudes, middleweight. Great fight. Check it out. That's going to be on ESPN. Pay-per-view is going to be, obviously, on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. Um, Cody Stamen versus Brian Kelleher. Brian Keller, I think, is the one I was talking about. But I think I'm... Yeah, Brian Keller. Great fight. Brian Keller is the one I was thinking about earlier. Knocked out that dude with the fucking left. and The banger left. Um, <clears throat> Charles Boyd versus Mackie Pitolo. Early prenums. You're looking at some more bangers. Juicio Formiga versus Alex Perez. Um, flyweight, light heavyweight. Uh, Alonzo Menfield. Devin Clark. Evan Dunham. A catchweight against Herbert Burns. I don't know what catchweight means. What is that? Is that like 60 pounds? 160 pounds? That's weird. It doesn't say. It just says catchweight. Weird. I wonder if that just like developed. Like not that long ago. Huh. Um. Yeah. Pretty decent card. Came out to be a pretty decent card. Um. If you guys want to buy it and uh, give me your info to log in, I will do that for you. I will log in for you. And I will watch it. Well, come over. We'll social distance. Watch it. Although I don't think a lot of people are social distancing right now. A lot of people heard bars are opening. They're like, shit, we're there. Restaurants are opening. We're there. Um, do you remember when they opened up Ross and there was like lines, droves of people? That was annoying. Um, also, like I said, I wasn't really fully prepared. Let me take a look here. NBA is slated to come back. Um, so you'll see this weekend NBA is slated to come back. And it looks like 22 teams are approved to come back. So out of 32, there's 10 that aren't, I believe. So let me uh, see what the teams are. Um, I don't know if it 
So under the plan, 13 Western Conference teams and nine Eastern Conference teams will play eight regular season seeding games, a possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed, and playoffs at the Walt Disney World Resort. Top 16 teams in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals will be joined by teams currently within six games of eight place in the two conferences, New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. So what I see there was that they wanted to get Zion involved somehow because he's a big name, because he's the number one pick. Dame Dollar, satisfied Dame Dollar's little blue crybaby ass. Um, that's what I got right. That's what I got out of that. Um, 13 teams from the West, nine from the East. So that doesn't tell you which team is more, which which conference is better, more competitive. It's the West, obviously. Obviously. Um, let me take a look here. I think they're voting on it. I don't know if that's, but I think that's kind of almost official. Um, the play-in tournament will include the number eight and number nine teams in a conference if the ninth seed finishes regular season with four games of the eight. Spelled wrong. Um, eighth. Four games of the eighth. What the hell? Oh, for what? Four games. So four games of the eighth play. So they have to be. I don't get it. Uh, in the case, the number nine seed would need to be number nine, eight seed twice to earn the playoff berth, while the number eight would be one win from two potential games. Huh. It's weird. Uh, the league offered dates beyond the July 31st, October 12th season window. So it looks like right now it's. Um, scheduled July 31st to October 12th. Um, draft the with the draft lottery set on October 25th. NBA draft on October 15th. And the 2020-21 season likely begin December 1st. Damn. So let me. So look at this. I want. I'm just let's rewind back a little bit. Last summer, you guys heard me on here. You guys heard me on the podcast talking about this. Um. Last summer, players were complaining that they didn't want to join the FIBA world team, represent the country. And now, in retrospect, I guess I wouldn't want to represent the country. Either. I get it. Black athletes. Now, I bet if you're given the same option, they're like, nah, no thanks. And then they would kneel, and then all hell would break loose. But that's retrospect. Retrospect, they didn't want to represent the country um, in FIBA tournament, deciding I want to get rest. I want to get rest. Um, you know, I need to rest up for the season. People like CJ McCollum, people like Dame Lillard, people like um, Russell Westbrook. Um, who else? I, I can't remember. Um, but big teams like that. I don't even know if like Kawhi Leonard was even offered. And same thing, Kawhi Leonard. King of, was it time management? Game management? Um, they said they wanted more rest. Started playing. Something like the Trailblazers were like dead last. Like 13 games in. Now they've worked their way up to like 8th, I believe. Something like that. I think that's where they're at. Um, maybe in the last. I can't remember. Um, they worked themselves up to that spot. And then the coronavirus hit. And then they haven't played in, what, three months? They've gotten plenty of rest. Hopefully they've been working out. Um, they got plenty of rest, and I think they still need like another month of fucking training camps or shit like that. Um, but still, man, even after everything, um, 
And then even Damon, Damon, you know, Damon Lillard came out and said, well, I'm not going to be playing during the coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. And he called this an ups, you know, uprise as well. Well, there's some people who can't work and you don't want to work because of this. And some people have to work because of this, you know, blah, 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 this, this type back and forth. But I think Dame Lillard and stuff like that, guys like that already showed their colors um, where they would be in this play. I kind of figured he wouldn't want to play anyways. Um, Kevin really hasn't done much as far as NBA. What, he has hit a couple game winners. Cool. Where'd you go with those game winners? Um, I think, I don't think you've won a championship. You know, CJ McComb, no Olympic medals. Um, that's why I was so glad when the last dance came out and made you realize who, what it takes to be a winner. Constantly grinding, playing back-to-back seasons, playing, winning the championship, winning a gold medal, only having a week off between the two, and then getting back into work after the gold medal, and then winning another championship, a third championship. That's what it takes. So it's very obvious. A lot of guys don't have what it takes. Um, And what you see here, 13 teams from the West, nine teams on the East, has a lot to do with money. Has a lot to do with, in my opinion, crybabies. So there's a lot of people who are like, well, we're here and we're there and blah, 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 whatever. So still, will I watch? I don't know. Just the Nuggets. I know the Nuggets are going to be part of this. There's one of the teams that have been invited. But that's probably about it. I mean, it's it's going to be tournament styles. It's going to be a very... Um, Gonna try people. This is gonna see who's ready, who's not, who's real, who's not. This is what's gonna be. This is what's gonna happen. They're gonna play a lot of games within a small time frame. It's gonna separate the men from the boys. So we'll see who's ready and who's not. Um, I'm just glad we don't have to deal with the whole. I know we still might. Um, the whole uh, well, look at me, look how I look, look how I dress. I don't, I don't care if fucking Russell Westbrook comes in looking like a fucking construction worker, YMCA worker, whatever. Um, I just hope it's just bang, bang, bang games. That's all it is. I just hope it's games. That's all I want. I don't care about all the other stuff. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. Um, Premier League is set to come back June seventeenth, so a couple more weeks for the Premier League to come back, and I'm very, very excited for that. I didn't talk about the last. I didn't have my own podcast. Like I said, I have a mashup podcast with um, filling in for Dal Palantonio, Dal for Dallas, uh, um, filling in with uh, Thomas, the franchise on the most underrated podcast. So go check it out. I'll link it in the bio. <clears throat> um, with everything going on, I didn't promote it. I didn't put it out there. I just uploaded it. That's it. Um, that's all I have, man. That's all I have right now. Um, Little sports, but they're all sports going on right now. Still NASCAR going on. Um, I saw soccer last night for the first time. Costa Rican soccer. Uh, the last time was pretty cool. And then baseball's been going on. Korean baseball. Baseball is a sport in the United States. I'm just not going to talk about it. I just won't. It doesn't matter to me anymore. It just, um, you you want to talk about clusterfuck. Baseball's a clusterfuck. Um, is what it is. When it's always been, when it's, it started being about the money, that's what happens, but. That's where you are. That's where they want to be. That's where you're going to be. And these owners are fucking over everybody because they want their pockets deeper. They want to take more of the cut. Whatever. We're not going to talk about it. 
where we've been in um try to be as positive as possible where the state is and the world is is a worldwide thing everyone's protesting what's been going on everywhere paris australia new zealand germany london in uk and stuff like that london uk um it's a global global thing so i'm gonna do my best to put smiles on your faces try to keep you at ease but also we need to make changes and like i said the biggest change you can make is voting in november so that being said i want to appreciate i want to thank you guys i want to shake your hands give you guys hugs uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys tuning in for the 50th episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. Um, here's to 50 more. I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Um, and I will see you guys episode number 51. Is that Ichiro? We'll find out. Ichiro, I think. Ichiro episode. 